Hey, I'm A.T. Wardall here on the Fish Trips Podcast Network with another episode of Big Fish Small Pod. I know kind of what you're thinking. I'm assuming you're on a commute, and I know that today is Wednesday. So, really what that means for us is that this Wednesday, July 14th, is a day of rest for Major League Baseball, as the All-Star break is at its midpoint, um, having concluded with the draft, having concluded with the game itself, um, attentions turning away from course, away from the amateurs in North America, and towards this second half of the season, this trade deadline, and just what's going to happen next for the 2021 season. So yesterday brought us a little bit of baseball, but not like, you know, like a typical amount uh, with just the All-Star game going on. That was where attention was. Uh, Earlier in the day, GQ did publish an interview with Jazz Chisholm. Really cool to check that out. Get to see Jazz in a different light from a different whole outlook with an interview by a non-sports reporter. It's just cool to see this rookie becoming more elucidated on a larger scale. But what we also saw yesterday was another Marlins rookie taking an important step up in the baseball world. As Trevor Rogers pitched the fifth inning for the National League All-Stars in the All-Star game at Coors. In the game, the American League quickly climbed out to a lead, stringing together some offense against Corbin Burns of the Brewers before Vlad Guerrero Jr. launched an absolute blast of a home run. Quickly, the National League was behind 2-0 before Trevor Rogers came out for his fifth inning. Quickly, upon Trevor's arrival in the game, the American League found a shot as Trevor through his first pitch fastball for a strike, Teoscar Hernandez of the Blue Jays was right on it. Found it in the middle of the plate and hit it sharply for a double on that first pitch. And from there, the inning did relatively fall apart for the National League team. Um, Cedric Mullins came up next to the American League and turned a potential out into an error. And with two men on base, J.D. Martinez came into pinch hit, and Trevor absolutely picked him apart. Working from his changeup, he got J.D. to chase a bit, then attacked him with a fastball up. J.D. fouled it off, and Trevor followed with another changeup, this time well low of the zone, for a three-pitch strikeout. That brought to the plate eventual All-Star Game MVP Vlad Jr. Having already homered, Trevor pitched him high in the zone with consecutive fastballs hitting as high as 98.8. Just actually incredible heat for Trevor. With just one inning to work with, not his typical workload, his pitch speed was up in this outing. But at the plate against Vlad, after two whiffs on fastballs up, Vlad took the third on the ground for an out. That did score a runner from third, and Xander Bogarts of the Red Sox came up to the plate and perfectly approached Trevor, who threw a changeup away, and Xander stayed patient on it, brought it to right for a single, scoring Mullins and bringing the score to four to zero. Then, 
Next up, Aaron Judge. This lineup is brutal. And the slider down the middle of the plate did coax an easy fly up from the Judge. And Trevor was through that fifth inning on 18 pitches, two hits, a strikeout, and those two unearned runs. Trevor proved he belonged with the best of the best. To not just you and I, but to the entire spotlight of the league. Big Fish Small Pod is brought to you by 305 Candles. Get 10% off your entire order at 305candles.com with discount code FISHSTRIPES. Away from the bright lights course, we go now to the Jacksonville Jumbo Shrimp, where it was announced before the game Edward Cabrera would be joining the roster as is Jorge Guzman, who was activated from the 60-day IL, now a part of the 40-man roster, and placed options to AAA Jacksonville. The Jumbo Shrimp had their game, and their offense did not really get it going against practically major league level pitching from the Durham Bulls. Nick Neidert got the start and gave up a home run on his first pitch, but recovered quite well for five and two-thirds innings, four runs, 91 pitches, and six strikeouts. While the offense was held to just a run and no extra base hits. Pensacola offered a different story for the organization. Jeff Lindgren was good on the mound. The 2019-24th round pick allowed two runs on five innings and the offense kept it going for a nine run second inning that saw 15 batters come to the plate for Pensacola. New in town, JD Orr, the 2019 10th round pick out of Wright State was promoted to double A and was batting leadoff on the night for this huge win for the Pensacola Blue Wahoos. In Beloit, John Curtis had his first action since his recent IL stint dating back to July 4th due to neck stiffness. In the first, he only needed seven pitches to strike out two batters and record that third out. With three consecutive strikes, three first strikeout, then a ground out on a single pitch, and then three more pitches for a strikeout, he got the snappers going. And Kyle Nichols got the follow out of the pen and was decently dinged on the game. A weird line, he pitched four and two-thirds innings, allowed six runs. All four of those run-scoring hits were home runs against Kyle, and he collected nine strikeouts, too. Like, he was hit hard when he was hit hard, but he also made some bats miss. You like to see it for a player in high A, with plenty of room to grow and develop moving up to the majors. Maybe there's like a simple mental tweak or just like some sort of note to get that extra notch and avoid that really hard contact. The snapper offense did fight back throughout the game, but ultimately they came up short in the one run loss. The Jupiter Hammerheads themselves got into an offensive bout as Eddie Alvarez and Nasi Nunez led off the game, one and two in reversed order, uh, Nassim being the leadoff hitter, reached base five times, as did Eddie Alvarez, who also hit his first home run as a hammerhead. 
The offense overall scored 10 on 13 hits throughout the game, while an eight-run second against Chris Mokma by the Mighty Muscles really was their offensive output. Uh, Chris Mokma was chased after that one in one-third inning, eight earned runs, six hits, two walks, zero strikeout performance where he did not make a dent against the opposing lineup. But the game wasn't over. This offense battled back, but the pitching staff couldn't recover from that short Chris Mokuma outing. In the ninth with Jeffrey Yan pitching a third inning for the Hammerheads, hitting a career high in innings pitched out of the bullpen this year. The Mighty Muscles were able to take advantage of the extended reliever and score three on a sack fly, a Jesus Feliz single, and then eventually Jesus Feliz came around to steal home. Today, July 14th, minor league season will continue while the majors will hold off until later this week. The Red Sox-Yankees will play on Thursday, and with the next couple of days off at Fish Stripes, Eli is going to revisit some preseason expectations for the pod. Spencer Morris will have a thorough draft write-up. That's it for now. If anything does happen throughout the day, obviously we'll have you covered on Fish Stripes. But that's it for this small pod. As always, I've been A.T. Weirdo.